0: be seated. Well, this morning, we are going to focus on a couple of passages that speak particularly about gratitude, about being grateful. Um, and and I, I'm going to ask you to think about these passages, uh, not in one way, but yes, in another way. So, <clears throat> you know how You know how it's advised by a lot of people uh, who are wise in these things that it is good to keep a journal and how it is good to keep like a gratitude journal that can be particularly good. In in, in fact, early on in my time here in Athens, uh, one of our wisest members, John Bierman, one of our wisest members advised me uh, not to keep a prayer journal or a gratitude journal particularly, but to remember to be grateful for the small things. Grateful for the small things. And and, and I think there's a great deal of wisdom in that gratitude journaly kind of thing. However, I have realized... No, but happy birthday, anyways. It's Dorothy's birthday today. Yay! <laughs> I have realized that one of the reasons that I was never successful at keeping a gratitude journal is that I always felt guilty about my gratitude journal. <laughs> yeah weird right i would feel guilty that i wasn't very consistent in keeping the journal and i would feel guilty that i wasn't grateful for absolutely everything every day i would feel like if i do a gratitude journal i ought to be writing down everything that i'm thankful for which really ought to be everything there is and so it would be basically a daily infinite journal and 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 i i felt inadequate writing down just a couple of things that i was grateful for like what what an ingrate i am i'm only grateful for my wife's smile today and i'm not grateful for my children's bad attitude not that they have a bad attitude they're they're good they're good right so so when you hear these passages don't hear Paul and the Holy Spirit through Paul, don't hear them yelling at you and chastising you for doing things the wrong way. Don't hear them saying to you, look, you're not grateful enough and you better smarten up and get things right. No, no, no. Rather, Here in the passages that we read this morning, not only encouragement, but also some genuine strategies for how to live in the way that is best for us. And that is only right and true with regards to our relationship with God and each other. So, we're going to start with Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3. Uh, or sorry, chapter 4, excuse me, chapter 4, verse 4, Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 to 9, in which we read these words, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Not, not yelling at you as in shame on you for not rejoicing or whatever, but like rejoice, rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not, do not be anxious about anything. Not, don't be anxious about anything because that's bad. No, no. Do do not be anxious about anything. But but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. The word of the Lord. Amen. Now now think, if we had read and understood this passage in terms of Paul's chastisement to us, if Paul was basically yelling at us, how well would that fit? With him talking about the peace that transcends all understanding. And the God of peace being with you. I don't know about you, but if someone's yelling at me, I often don't feel a lot of peace. Right? But I do know that in this world right now, there is a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of things to worry about. Whether you're worrying about guests coming over for Thanksgiving, or whether you're worrying about the state of world politics, or whether you're worrying about the the climate disasters that surround us, or, or whatever you're worrying about, whether you're worrying about your own job. So many things to worry about. Sometimes it's just a matter of going into the kitchen and worrying about the state of the kitchen. I have a kitchen renovation that I've been working on for what? Since the pandemic began, basically? I don't know. Long time. Long time. Long time. <laughs> it's not done, right? Not done at all. There are so many things to worry about. But here's a strategy, Paul says. Here's a strategy for 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 not... Avoiding all worry, because <clears throat> worry is going to creep up and try and and try and tempt you into being anxious, but rather for defeating worry and overcoming worry, rejoicing, right? We have to remind ourselves to rejoice, remind ourselves to rejoice even when we don't feel like rejoicing. We have to consciously look for the things about which we can rejoice. And, and as we find those things, we can find more things. Right? We can we can find the fact that we can rejoice together about the nature of our relationship as a congregation to one another. That we don't have to have everything perfect and all together. That we're not essentially a glorified business entertainment job thing we are human and we love each other as family does we can rejoice in that and then maybe we can rejoice in the beautiful flowers and we can rejoice in the sunshine we can rejoice in our neighbors we can rejoice in this that other things pile on about things that we can rejoice in let your gentleness be evident to all Don't come yelling and screaming about things. Don't come in trying to force your will or your opinion on other people. Don't come in being a bull in a china shop. Be gentle. It doesn't mean you can't disagree, right? You can disagree and still be gentle. But be gentle. Be gentle. Be gentle with yourself. And be gentle with others remember the Lord is near we don't serve a God who is far removed from us we serve a God who really literally makes his home within us through the Holy Spirit the great comforter do not be anxious about anything. Don't let those worries overwhelm you, but instead, in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Right? Pray. There's, a, there's a, 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 a simple model for prayer that many of you have heard, and it's not a rule, it's not the way you have to do things, n- nothing like that, but it's the ACTS model of prayer. Are you familiar with the ACTS model of prayer? It's A-C-T-S, right? And it stands for Adoration, Confession, Thanksgiving, Supplication. And so you spend some time in your prayer adoring God, praising God, rejoicing in who God is. And then you spend some time confessing the things that you are struggling with or the things that you have fallen to. The things that you have done that you are ashamed of that you should not have. The ways in which you have hurt uh, your your neighbor, or you know, if it were possible, the ways that you have hurt God, or at least hurt your relationship with God. Spend some time in con- confession. Excuse me, thanksgiving. Spend some time. Set aside some time explicitly thanking God for for things in your life. You don't have to thank God explicitly, out loud, for every single thing there is to thank God for every time you pray. Because if you if you tried to do that, it, it, it would be rightly and properly never-ending, but also <laughs> you would not be able to do in your humanity the other things that you are called to do uh, throughout the day. But spend some time thinking about some of the things that you are thankful for in this particular moment, in this particular time, and share them with God and help them to remind you of all the other things there are to be thankful for. But spend that time in thanksgiving. And then supplication, fancy theological word for just asking for what you need. It's funny, right? Many of us come from that Northern European sort of background where we sometimes have difficulty sharing our needs or our requests with one another, and sometimes we feel foolish about asking for things from God, like somehow they're not worthy of being asked for, right? Um, You know... We'll, we'll talk about, you know, somebody's having a relatively minor surgery or whatever. It's pretty routine or whatever. And, and somebody will say, well, I don't, I don't want to pray about that as, you know, congregational prayer. We don't need to do that and stuff like this. And that's, that's okay. That's okay. But God tells us very explicitly as well to pray about all the stuff, big and small, Right? Remember, in in the Lord's Prayer, the prayer that Jesus taught His disciples to pray when they asked Him to teach them how to pray, in that prayer, Jesus teaches them to pray not only your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, but also give us today our daily bread. So Jesus Himself teaches us to pray in this way. And as you do so, Paul says, the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Brothers and sisters, this is, this is what Paul says to us, but he doesn't finish there. He says, finally, brothers and sisters, think about these things. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And this is, this is a big one for, for me personally and maybe for some of you too. I have a tendency to think about all the stuff that is wrong with the world, all the stuff that is wrong with me, all the stuff that is seemingly going so badly in the world and in me. But Paul tells us hold on a second. You you don't need to pretend that those things don't exist. You don't need to stick your head in the sand and not look at them at all. But instead, focus your energies on thinking about the good things. Right? Instead Instead of simply thinking about, oh no, all those poor people who have suffered with the devastation of Hurricane Ian. Oh, that's awful. All the lives that are lost. The property that's been damaged. Let's think about World Renew and the work that they are going to do there and probably are already doing and about how we can contribute to make that better and about how we can serve one another and how we can praise God in those ways. Paul says, in other words, continuing on, whatever you learned from me, or heard from me or saw in me put it into practice and the god of peace will be with you now our second our second passage which we'll look at just briefly here this morning is 1 Thessalonians 5 verses 16 through 18 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 16 through 18 and again don't hear this as in shame on you you terrible people because you're not doing this no 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 hear this as encouragement right rejoice always pray continually give thanks in all circumstances for this is god's will for you in christ jesus the word of the lord it's true it's true now, remember, do you remember how we can pray continually? Like, because the, the word there in the Greek is, is, not, is not joking. It's not, it's not like that's a bad translation of the Greek into the English. It, it's not like it says continually, but it actually means whenever you can. No, no, no. It actually means continually, like constantly, all the time, be prayed. Right. So do you remember any of the ways that we've talked about, uh, one in particular, for how you can pray continually? Ava? Breathing. Yes. Yes, Ava. Way to go. Gold star for you. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Breath prayers. Remember breath prayers. Hopefully, you do a lot of breathing. Right? Hopefully, you're doing it like 24-7. Right? So, every time you breathe in, you practice praying a part of a phrase or a part of a Bible verses or a part of just a prayer you want to pray, for me, it is often, Lord Jesus, have mercy on me. That's the whole thing, right? Lord Jesus, have mercy on me. Right? Lord Jesus, have mercy on me. Lord Jesus, have mercy on me. Right? And I'll switch it up, right? I'll say, Lord Jesus, have mercy on Wilma, right? Lord Jesus, <laughs> Lord Jesus, have mercy on Dustin, uh, right? I'll, I'll switch it up, right? Lord Jesus, have mercy on us. Lord Jesus, have mercy on the whole world. Lord Jesus, have mercy. Lord Jesus, come soon. Lord Jesus, come soon. But pray this is how we were meant to live right when 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 god says that in the beginning adam and eve were walking and talking with gar, with god in the in the cool of the garden and when god talks about enoch who walked with god and when god talks about noah who walked with god and when god talks about through the Scriptures about Elijah and Elisha and, and all these people who walked with God, the, that is what they're saying, is that these people, I don't know whether they did breath prayers particularly, but they're saying that these people, they, they, they lived life, in the human way, the human way that God designed us for, which is the human way of being in constant connection with God, in relationship with God. Right? The idea of the private space in our head or the private space in our heart that no one sees, not even God, that's myth. That's baloney. Right? God sees it all. And God is there all the time. And so when we when we acknowledge that and live in His presence moment by moment, we are praying continually. Giving thanks in all circumstances. Which is weird, right? Giving thanks in all circumstances, no matter what they may be. How do you do that when things are bad? Well, you give thanks for what God is going to do with that. Right? Because that's the promise. For God will work all things to the good of those who love Him. That's the promise. So you remember, right? It is not great that this is happening right now. Can I tell you about Kieran and her arm? No? I shouldn't tell that story? Okay. <laughs> okay, so... I'll tell this story really quickly. Kieran uh, is living in the Hamilton sort of area or whatever, and we're lending her one of our vehicles for the semester, and we we're getting her to change a tire because it was going flat. She needed to put the, the tire on, and um, <sighs> the tire, the jack slipped, and her arm got pinched between the, the fender and the, the tire, but, on our end, on the phone, all we could hear was our daughter screaming and 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 it was one of the worst things I've ever experienced in my life. But she's okay. She's fine. She's all recovered now, as far as I know. And what's that? It was, it was miraculous in many different ways. But giving thanks to God in that terrible circumstance, giving thanks that we have phones and we have 911 that we can call, and we giving thanks that, that Kieran ended up, there ended up being somebody who could come over and help, um, you know, not too far away, and, and giving thanks that Kieran was protected and that she didn't get injured worse or or even killed and, and, and giving thanks that, you know, the car damage, who cares about that, but it was relatively minimal anyways and giving thanks that Kieran and I have learned a valuable lesson about changing tires and so on and so forth, right? All of these things are things to give thanks for even in the midst of a terrible circumstance so you give thanks in all circumstances brothers and sisters on thanksgiving we need to remember that the way of life that we are called to as human beings is the way of rejoicing always praying continually giving thanks in all circumstances this is what god called us to do and when we do so the more we do so the more we will live in grateful and beautiful relationship with god where the peace of god that passes understanding will be with us let us pray father in heaven we thank you so much We thank you so much for who you are. We thank you so much that you are teaching us how to live in right relationship with you. Lord, may we indeed rejoice always. May we pray continually. May we give thanks in all circumstances. May we be gentle. May we lay all our worries before you may we may we live thinking and focusing on whatever is true noble right pure lovely admirable excellent and praiseworthy may we live in your peace gratefully All of our days. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.